What's up, guys? Jamie Boom Boom, the bees needs the cat's pajamas. I'm here with Van Dad Cardar. We are gonna bring you everything about Montreal comedy. Let's go! It's the bees needs the cat's pajamas. What's up, guys? Jamie Boom Boom, the bees needs the cat's pajamas. What's up, guys? UFC fan. Oh man, he is quick. This guy. Let's go! <laughs> man, Dad, how you doing, man? Good, Boom Boom. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. So, uh, look, we got another comedian here. We had Preach. Uh, now we've got my man Van Dad here. I met Van Dad on the scene. I'm Again, I'm a new comic. Van Dad's embraced me a thousand percent, man. Had me on one of his shows. And we've got a show coming up. Now this is Friday when we're recording it. And we've got a show next Friday, October 15th. That's right. The Friday Night Fire at Theater St. Catherine is going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Yeah, Theater St. Catherine, super good time. Um, I did two of your shows there. I mean, the first one, look, I mean, again, you didn't really know me. I didn't know you, and, you know, it was what it was. You said, come on, bunch of comics just hanging around, shooting the shit, and then if you get some time, you you, you gave us the ability to do my first actual 10 minutes because I had been doing 5 to 7 up to that point. And you let me do ten, 10 minutes, so thank you for that. Even no though problem. I came no on late, and then you were gone. You went back home. You're from Toronto. And then uh, it was uh, Victoria, right? Who uh, or was it? Yeah, Eric? yeah. Victoria Blair guest hosted for me. I was actually gone for work for like a month, so uh, she guest hosted, and she blew it out of the water. I wasn't there, yeah, obviously, but I heard yeah. it was like amazing. Mm -hmm. So that show, Sloppy Sundays, is. Uh, it's like kind of like a anything goes show. <laughs> I call it like an experimental long form show. Uh, I say it's every flavor except hate and hack. <laughs> so basically, like yeah, like anyone can pretty much do that show. Yeah. Um, but I get a good mix of like pros, amateurs, new people, people you like wouldn't really see on other shows, mm -hmm. and it's just controlled chaos. Like it's annoying to the comics because of how I run that show. Like I don't, I don't uh, book it, and I don't know who's on until I, I make it up like three at a time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was good to see you there. Uh, yeah, was, I enjoyed was, it, man. It was great. I yeah. enjoyed it, man. And then like I did the other one, obviously uh, you were gone and she took care of it. And now we got uh, a big show coming up Friday night. So yeah, this is going to be different. That That's the crazy show. <clears throat> that's a culmination of like nine years of like open micing. This is probably the biggest show I've done in, since moving to Montreal. That's why I'm in really excited. In terms of promoting. Yeah, and just in terms of, um, first of all, I'm going to do very little time. I'm going to behave myself because I... Well, we on, love your comedy, man. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, the, on the 17th is Sloppy Sundays, too. So if you guys want to come to that, yeah. you can hear me for like two hours. But I'm going to behave because I have seven of you guys each doing 12 minutes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just going to pretty much like be the... Yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna. I'm going to be the kind of host that I hate, which is like the kind that does no time and yeah. just behaves. But I'm going to behave. Um, and I got a lot of pros. We got uh, Elspeth Wright. We got uh, Steve Bildo, who I was talking about with you. We got you, obviously. We got... Um, Oh my god, I'm forgetting the We got Walter Ling. Yeah, Walter, Walter Ling is Ling's huge. Funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of great acts on it. Abby Stonehouse, who's like uh, been putting on a bunch of shows all yeah. over. It's gonna be a great time. The theater is like amazing. I'm really happy to be there. Like I love Theater St. Catherine, yeah. Yeah, it's it really just right feels on like, the strip. Right on the strip in St. Catherine really feels like a show environment, really feels like you're performing, you know. You, it's like the real like, you know, what I would think of comedy, stand up comedy, especially like a la comedy store or like back in the day when you think of like a real comedy house. Yeah. Really stage in front, microphone, you know, you got enough room to move on the stage. Proper you know, lighting. I, proper lighting. I've been doing the bar scene and I love the bar scene, but sometimes you get there and you're like, well, where's the stage? You're like, you're on it, you know, and you're like on yeah. a... Yeah. Where's the audience? You're like, uh, we're it. <laughs> yeah, it's we're like the, the other comics. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it's true. It's like those shows are essential. You got to do like the smaller rooms to yeah. practice and whatever. But it's also true that like for a while this was true in Toronto. I felt like it was true when I got here to Montreal. I've seen it all over replicated. After a certain point, we just get like comfy in that bar scene. And then like no one takes it a step further typically to, to be get a theater, the theater or stage or something yeah mm-hmm. and we just get complacent and then we get complacent with like oh there's no money there's no audience yeah like a lot of times you'll see like at the it, like you'll you'll get like the people who are really trying to push it and then the people who are like after a while like just kind of don't have friends and this is kind of like their only friend circle yeah and so they won't even push themselves to make their own jokes better they'll just do mm. the same jokes over and over again yeah and it, there's like a sadness to that, you know. I don't like that. I came in, I was like, let's get a fucking theater. Let's feel like we're doing something. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Man. I really appreciate it, and the comics appreciate it as well. And again, you're a guy who, man, I can attest to this because I, you know, you perform for uh, when we're outside in Lachine. You performed one on our buddies. David had an out, outdoor show. <laughs> yeah, and I've was... never seen someone kill in front of three people in an alleyway on an outdoor <laughs> that was show. Such a weird show. Yeah, it was, it was cool. so weird. But you killed like you had the crowd died. I was like, geez, here's a guy, and I and I looked up to you from that point. Cause I'm like, here's a guy who could make the best of any situation. You, you know, got it, you, you got came it. out, you kind of you did your thing. You were very edgy, and there was I was like, how could he? You know, who's he making laugh? Because I went there, I did my thing, and I just kind of went through the repetitions, and I realized like, hey, look, at some point you got to personalize it. Am I right in that aspect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta. Like there was like some lady on a wheelchair. It was too much. I was calling her like the boss. (laughs) I was like saying she's a gangster, like drug dealer. There's a bunch of Italians. So I was talking shit about how like uh, in this cathedral in Montreal, (laughs) there's a mural of Mussolini. So I was calling them out, you know, like shit like that. I don't know, whatever. You got to just like go with your environments. And when I started, like I started my first show uh, about nine years ago, two weeks after doing my first set. Okay, like the first time I'm on stage, two weeks later, I like, I'm hosting a show. Like, oh, I don't even know man. what I'm doing, right? And the room that I hosted a show was the size of this room. Tiny. Like, yeah, tiny yeah, yeah. little yeah. treehouse kind of looking thing in the middle of uh, Chinatown yeah. in Toronto. And so, like, okay, like, we would, I'd, I'm a psycho too. So, I'd host an eight hour show <laughs> every single Tuesday. For five years and so happy hour right through service right through just yeah eight drinks. o'clock till like two thirty <laughs> and the thing is like it was nuts because like now I look back on the list and I go like oh pro 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 JFL JFL J back then and people who were starting then and now are now pros like both yeah the point is like we would have like sometimes we'd have twenty people crammed in there is insane is like legally zoned for eleven <laughs> but most of the time. <laughs> We would have like two people, yeah. three people. And like, so that's part of why, like, I know, like, if you can make them laugh at fucking 2 a.m., you know, after they've seen like oh, four yeah, hours, yeah. Of shit, if you can make them laugh, you can take that same joke in front of a thousand people. Yeah. And wow. I've, t- I've tested it too. I hosted uh, 420 Toronto mm-hmm. in, in, in Toronto, like a big weed festival. We had 15,000 people. Live wow. in front of City Hall and shit. On the street. Yeah, yeah. In front of City Hall and in Dundas Square, too. I've done, I've done it three times. And yeah, like the easiest jokes will make like a crowd of 15,000 people laugh. Yeah, it's didn't like, even think about that because if you know, if you're in the bar and you get two or three people, well, now it's escalated by. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's way easier to make 15,000 people laugh than it is to make those three people That's laugh. That's good to know, man. So when I'm here, I'm like. I sh- First of all, it took that day you saw me. It took me like forty-five minutes to find that place. 
Like, it was weird. It, it, Google said it's a straight line from my house, but there was, like, a train track. We were literally in a back alley. Uh, he, the guy is just, yeah. like, he lives, like, you know, his, his house is on a street, but then he, he had us performing in the back. So when you show up in the back alley, for anybody who's listening, you kind of go up, you know, go up one of those, like, old-style kind of duplexes in the back. You go up to his, his mezzanine where he had us pretty much performing, which was elevated in front of people who were in the back alley, whoever chose to be there, or other people literally sitting and on their balconies. Exactly. So it took me like 45 minutes. I get there. I'm like, okay, what did I walk <laughs> into? This is weird. But then now I'm there. Yeah. So it's like you just got to make the best of yeah. it. I was like, okay, I got to. Okay, who's there? Okay, I got to knock this out. Awesome. Like the best So I how can. long have you been doing comedy to be able to... You know, about nine years. Stuff. Nine years, yeah. Nine, yeah, I, I, I don't exactly know if it's like ten, nine, maybe eight and a half, yeah. like somewhere around there. So Man, it's like you, you've gotten pretty far for nine years because, again, like now that I'm on the scene and, you know, it's kind of sad. It's nice in the sense because I'm making so many new friends. But like you said, it's kind of sad because you do meet those people who are like, yeah, I'm 20, 25 years in. And it's like, man, you kind of... And yeah, then, what happened? And then someone else <laughs> yeah. will tell me, like, yeah, that person's still doing the same five minutes. They're, they're very comfortable. They're very complacent. Yeah, Whereas me as an athlete, like, I don't know, I, like, it just my background just wants to go further and further and mm -hmm. further. And, I, you know, I talk to a preacher about this. I talk to so many of my friends about this. And my whole thing is, like, I want to, you know, develop. Like, I got good advice from people. I had Paul B. who started me. Um, Paul B. Comedy. Shout out to him. Obviously, we're talking to Sugar Sammy, Sid, and all those guys. Dope, dope. And, they're just telling me, like, look, you've got to tighten your five minutes so you can always do five minutes. And now I'm pushing the envelope and doing another five and trying to get that 12 so we're ready for next Friday night. Yeah. And I did so for Janny's show. I did um, a tw about 12, 13 minutes last week. And it was, it was nice, man. It was like an Italian restaurant. And it was, again, it was, uh, you know, one of those situations where you just show up and there's a stage and you've got to do your thing. But is that how, like... So when you see an environment like that, is that you, you talked about like pointing out people in the crowd? Do you start to go through your head or do you have like jokes in the reserve right now? I have jokes, but then like you got to think like, okay, like is my material going to work in this environment? Because yeah. there's nothing worse than like being tone deaf when you're like, okay, like some shows are just materials not going to work and you don't want to like there's crazy shit going on and you don't want to be like, okay, here's my joke about yeah, like what yeah. like you, you gotta you gotta be adaptable. Like I saw comics just bombing one after another. So yeah, it's that's like, what I was gonna ask you. Even I was like, like, I don't want to just go up there and bomb and bomb. tell my like Toronto or Montreal like city fucking dandy boy like intellectual Specific. jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I want to just go I right into. I was gonna ask you, especially like off air, because like a lot of my stuff started off as like fight centric stuff, and then sometimes I go in the room and it's like. You just, I mean, I, I hate to, you know, I mean, I hate to kind of like classify people, but like sometimes you just look at, it doesn't look like these people will get those kind of jokes. Oh, yeah. 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 You have to be very hyper aware of yeah. your audience. Yeah. Like, wow. who, okay. It's like that, that scene, it was like, first of all, there was like kids around. There was kids. It was yeah. like kids. Yeah. And, and then Dave, like Dave was old, cool. He was, he was like, you guys Italian swear people. they've heard everything. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, this fucking kid. No, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. But it's like them and then like old Italian people. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like what jokes, like can I, like half my references about fucking what I saw on Netflix and shit. Like, yeah. I don't know, like they're not going to get it yeah. or maybe they will. They're just not going to be interested. So I mostly just talked about them in that mm -hmm. scenario. But 
yeah, you always gotta you always gotta adapt. Like I just came back from a month of shows in Halifax. Like I was working in Halifax, but then I got to do shows. Do and shows, stuff. yeah, yeah. And first of all, gr- shout out to Halifax. They got a great scene I out there. I love people on the East Coast, man. Oh, they're I love sick. all those people. New you know what? I didn't Nova see Scotia. any shitty comics. They must oh. exist, but like every show, even open mics, everyone was killing it. Like yeah. I had a blast just they watching have that them. They had a sense of humor, mad living they're out funny. there. They're <laughs> funny. Yeah, they're funny for sure. But uh, the first like, okay, the first night I did really good, and then I had like three or four nights in a row where I was just bombing and then it and then it i was like so what's going on what can i do to fix this and then i started getting better only when i just like flipped it because i was like i can't do my again like toronto montreal like city boy yeah kind of jokes because like they're living a whole different lifestyle Mm -hmm. they don't get it they don't care i had to so then i went back to like just talking about them and talking about like halifax and you know Watching you, more. watching you transition like that, it, it was an honor to watch when I loved it because I'm like, geez, I could really learn from this, especially I do a lot of hosting, so I'm used to interacting with the people, but there's something about being on stage where you're like, maybe I should just stick to my material, but I love that watching yeah, guys no, like you kind of open fear. up. It's fear. Mm-hmm. It's fear. You yeah. can't, yeah, you gotta, you're a fighter, you know, you gotta yeah, go. F- you gotta go for it, Because yeah. you might have the technical skills in fighting to be better than that guy, you might even be stronger than that guy, the other person you're fighting. But if you like flinch for a second or you fear or you doubt yourself, like mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. I'm making a metaphor. No, I don't it, really it, know. How, but I assume like that guy's exactly going to eat though. you up. I've seen guys in the gym who are killers, but then like they're just terrified. Pascal's seen this. They're just, they can't compete. You know, they can't compete, whether it's, you know, in Taekwondo and MMA and wrestling. There's so many guys that. You know, they're killers in the gym, but then they go out there and they're scared. So it kind of maybe akin to that because I remember uh, doing a show and like I really had some nice material that I thought would do well given the crowd, like I said. And then I just I couldn't, you know, dig into the jokes because maybe mm. they were a little bit edgy. And I thought ah, maybe the person's not going to appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's a big mm. one. It, it's like you can all I mean, today um, audiences are a little bit more hesitant. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm not going to say there's anything you can say, but generally if your intent is pure, and you and you say without fear, you can pretty much get away with everything, and the audience will generally reward you and like they'll, yeah. they'll they'll feel it's like they'll feel it in your heart, you know. But the second you like hesitate or you like say half a joke or you you don't pull it all the way through and you don't believe it all the way, yeah. it's like they can feel that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like it's like ah, oh, now you said some weird shit and it didn't get the laugh. Yeah. That's the worst. That's the worst. That's yeah. the worst. <laughs> is when you take the risk but you like half-ass it. Yeah. You're like trying to risk it safely almost, yeah. and then it's like you just it's like now you look like an asshole and you're unfunny. That's like yeah. whoa. And you might as well like, have just gone. My producer here, Pascal, helped me with one joke because he's like man you really have to dig into this joke and really express it and then i was like yeah if i express it more and then it start to do well that that's particular joke i won't give it away because i've only got about three right now in my lineup no i'm kidding but <laughs> yeah that's good but friday night fire friday night October fire 15th. next friday yo friday night you better <laughs> be at the st catherine find tickets we'll, we'll explain how to find tickets we're going to post this video we're going to post it everywhere make Sick. sure people know like how to get tickets we're really i'm really going to promote it in the next week coming up i'm going to promote it um it's been hard for people to get together my birthday just passed i couldn't even see my friends because of covid this and that so no excuses guys you got to be at this show on friday night van Dad puts on a sick show and i'm going to be doing my first 8 p.m and 10 p.m spot so i'm ready to like i can't wait to feel how like because I feel like when I do get to do, I mean, when you're starting off, it's hard to get to do time. But when I get to do two, three, four shows a week, I really start warming up during the end of the week. Is that true? And yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that this happens. It's all, it's all, you just got to get out there as much as possible. Practice, like yeah. it sucks because it is a lot of like shittier bar shows and 
typically Montreal is like, oh, sign up a month advance for five minutes. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's but it's it's like necessary. You just gotta. Mm -hmm. It's the one skill, like art that we can't practice at home in front of a mirror or whatever. It's hard you gotta be in front of even one person, two people. I don't care if it's two real non comics. I'm in. Like I can. Really? I can. Yeah, like you. If you can make them laugh, you can again take that to the club. Like yeah, it's yeah. just you could. You could. You just gotta have two real people who aren't comics at least, and you just make them laugh. Forget two about the, the other I'm comics or that. whatever else is happening. Like you just yeah. need someone real and just to just Into. try it on them constantly. Who yeah. is your like? Why'd you get started? Who is your motivation? And why'd you get started in comedy? And um. Well, my motivation, I don't like his stand-up as much, but I really love Jon Stewart as a person. Yeah. Jon Stewart was like, Jon Stewart, like, me and my family were like, we're like uh, Persians, right? We're Middle Eastern, and like, watching him every day during like the Iraq war and shit, like, really like, made us more of a family mm -hmm. and really like, got us together. But uh, there was, it's just like, I've seen Jon Stewart do this so many times, it's my biggest dream is like... He's had, like, one time he had, like, the president of Pakistan, the former president of Pakistan, who's, like, a warlord. He's, like, accused of murder, like, yeah. all this shit. And he had him on the show. I don't know. I think he was, like, promoting a book or something. And he, like, he actually pours him tea. He, like, gives the guy tea, and he waits for him to, like, take his first sip. <laughs> and then Jon Stewart's like, where are you hiding Osama bin Laden? <laughs> and he's spitting. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then years later, we found out he was, was in, in Pakistan, Pakistan, right? So, like... The fact that like you have this comedian who's who's like talking to a warlord, calling him out. Like if you if if like another pri uh, if another politician or someone did that, they'd f end up dead. Yeah. But because you're like a funny man, you're an entertainer, and Colbert has taken that tradition since then. Mm -hmm. He's he was like at the White House press correspondence dinner, like. Just making fun of all these diplomats, making yeah. fun of Cheney. I could, I could see you doing that, man. Just that, that, is that like, power. That's like, that's year. That's right insane, there, right? Yeah, like yeah. if you can, if you can talk in Canada, shit we to need authority. That. In, we in Canada, need we need that because it's it's. We're soft I mean, here, bro. Yeah, we're soft, and they say it's free speech, but like I don't know, is it really that? I don't know. It's not. Yeah. Yo, guy, we're a monarchy. Yeah. Like, how fucking crazy is that? Yeah. We're 2021, yeah. and we're ruled by some lady in England who's <laughs> chosen by God? Like, <laughs> sorry. No disrespect, lady. Hey, but like, come I'm on. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure in a mean? couple like, of years, the, this, this show will get big enough, and they'll come across... Uh, the United Kingdom there, and they'll, they'll all be watching us over in Buckingham Palace. They'll be yeah. like, hey, who is this guy bad that they'll check you up? But by then you'll be famous. So will I. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I got no disrespect, but it's like, that's like, how can we say we're like, it's silly. It's a silly. real strong country yeah. when yeah. like that happens, you yeah. know? It's like, you're like, okay, yeah, take us seriously, please. Yeah. So what about, uh, lastly, we, Dave Chappelle just came out this week. Did you see his? I uh, just special? saw it. Yeah. yeah, me too. What do you think about it? Honestly, it was kind of boring. It's not comedy. It like it's well, not it's comedy. Not. Well, it's not comedy in the sense of like you know stand up comedy. He's become, uh, first of all, he's like kind of tied to this LGBTQ thing. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> get like let like, the thing is he's talked about all this stuff on his last special, uh, mm -hmm. maybe last two specials. Yeah. So on the one hand, it was like you're still going on about this. Like who even yeah. cares at this point? And I don't know. I I feel like it, he just spent too much time on it. Yeah, maybe. Like it was like maybe. Yeah, I would like, love to see the old Dave Chappelle where he just comes up with these completely elaborate stories about nothing, like the jerk off on the bus story. The, yeah, uh, you know the, the the native story when he talks about the natives and he goes. I mean, those stories because you know they're so outlandish and they never happened. 
I, I love I, I love his creativity with those kind of things. That's my favorite Dave Chappelle stuff. I, I think he's incredibly creative. He's an amazing writer and performer. I love Dave Chappelle. You know what I mean? Like obviously, like oh, I'm like nine years in. I'm like oh, I'm I'm not like <laughs> oh fuck Dave. Chappelle. Like you know, it's like I, I, who am I to critique on the one hand? But it's just like as a fan, even I think it let me down a little bit. Yeah, because it was like oh, okay, like. I don't know if he's trying to create controversy yeah. with the LGBT or what, but it was basically like, I, I've been accused of this. Like, you know how sometimes comics will just go on and on and on, and you're like, is this a comedy? There is this a, is this a <laughs> TED Talk? Yeah. You know what I mean? That was basically, he just did like a two-hour TED Talk yeah. about like my opinions on LGBTQ, and it's like just... Just like leave, you know, yeah. move on. to. So I kept being like, okay, he's going to do this for like 20 minutes, then he's going to get to like something else and the whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing, thing was yeah. about that basically so i was kind of a little disappointed to be Whatever. honest but he, hey he's he's he's, he's still an amazing still comedian best, yeah. obviously like can't all right so away. next friday night you've been you've been crazy on social media you've been posting pictures you've been having fun making posters uh we gotta make some nfts out of these i mean look yeah you're, uh, you're making some really nice posters um we're gonna post all your social media stuff in the link so, yeah, basically, how does someone get tickets to a theater, St. Catherine, Teout St. Catherine, on Friday night, October 15th, for the 8 and 10 p.m. show? What's the easiest way to get tickets? Uh, so, the right now, there's only an 8 o'clock show. Oh, there's not 10 p.m.? Okay, no, okay, we're, okay. We're, I'm think, so we're hoping that it does so well on the 8 p.m. that we're forced to add a 10 p.m., yeah, yeah, yeah. which we probably will. Uh, but right now, you can go to theaterstcatherine.com and uh, just go to their program and look for October 15th. It's also in uh, Cult Montreal, too. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, probably on the Quartier de Spectacle. Yeah, Quartier de Spectacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's probably it's on their website, too. Yeah. But yeah, you just go to uh get tickets uh, before they sell out. See James Mancini awesome, and a bunch of other wicked comedians. Funny guys. Bro. Well, guys, yeah. So again. And girls. Guys and girls. Guys and girls. Guys, thank you so much for watching this interview. Like, comment, subscribe. Do all that stuff. We don't ask too much. Please get that stuff. That's Van Dad Carter. Guys, follow him. And if you can ever, if you're ever in Montreal or wherever he performs, check him out because this guy is hilarious. I'm telling you guys, he's funny, man. And he'll say some stuff that you'll never expect <laughs> come out of this guy's mouth. But that's the first thing. When he said the first thing to that group of people and my jaw dropped. In that back alley in the upper <laughs> machine, my jaw literally dropped. So, guys, check well, out that. I said they love Mussolini or something. Oh. They didn't even deny it. That was the best part. They're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, no, we love him. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get lynched. Guys, that's it for us, man. The Boom hey. Show, check it out. Peace. Boom, boom.